Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, sorry to shift listeners, and actually especially Patreon listeners, because Usually you guys get this early, but every guest I asked cancelled. And so it was a bit of a disaster. And also, food wasn't my fault because I was just like, oh, there's so much going on this week that it was hard to get a replacement in time. So I asked Leland, would he do this last minute as a fill-in? And Here I am. Here he is. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is going to be up just a little bit late. But sure, what can you do? That's grand. Um, but... Yeah, I figured. Oh. I think I understand the, the meaning of grand now. When you use it just there, it's like, that's okay. Yeah. It's like not a good okay, but it's like a fine okay. So for the listeners, like Leland was using grand, like trying to copy my slang, but in the wrong way. So I'd be like, oh, did you enjoy the sex? And he'd be like, yeah, it was grand. And I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? You mean it was grand? And he's like yeah. thinking like, you're thinking like that. We use grand as in like grandiose. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But like really, it's like, Harry a, Potter it's like a fine... Right. Not the best, How are you but I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. Um, there was an article. Oh, also, just in case there's any new listeners, this is Leland Long. Um, he is my boyfriend, but he's also a comedian. Yes. So, and he has his own podcast called the Idiot Cal- the Idiots Catalog. Yeah. So there was a lot of like consonants in that <laughs> for a second. I was like Idiot Catalog. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I was thinking about looking at this article that I saw someone post about. And it was basically just uh, criticizing. Sorry, I'm trying to put my tea on that. Can I do that? Yeah, go for it. Um, what would you say? It's criticizing like... Uh, I, I thought it was a little bit sex negative. In a way. Like I got what he was saying, but... So it's a girl. Yeah, I know. Oh, I thought you said I got what he was saying. Um, yeah. It. Yeah, sorry. I just heard you wrong. Um, No, I feel like it was uh, criticizing sex positivity and saying that it's gotten so far that people can't say they're necessarily uncomfortable with some with some sex things in the fear of maybe kink shaming. Mm, Yeah. So is it interesting? Read it's Christine. What was the article on your phone? Aguilera. No. (laughs) Leland just learned who Christine Aguilera is. This is what happened when you're dating a child he didn't know wow. well that sounds inappropriate but a younger <laughs> yeah. man um you didn't because uh, we were listening to like old songs and he didn't know uh uh let's get dirty yeah how can you not that's like any guy who's listening to this is like yeah that's probably the first time they like had a paradon i feel like because it was super sexual at the time wait 
Do you think guys are getting hard-ons to songs? Uh, the video, yeah. She oh, okay, splashes the video. water all... Maybe to the songs, it's like, let's get dirty. Want to get a little bit naughty. Okay. Sweat dripping all over my body. That's sexual. I get turned on when I hear audio. Sure. Um, Christine Emba. Emba. Okay, great. Uh, EMBA. And the opinion was from the... It's from the Washington Post, and it was, consent is not enough. We need a new sexual ethic. Yeah. It was interesting because some like I, I read okay obviously this podcast was meant to be about like being sex positive and especially when I had come from like having a lot of shame with sex where obviously originally Des didn't he had a totally different perspective on sex and I really liked where the podcast has got me but it was interesting reading that where I kind of did relate to some of the stuff she's saying and I'm not saying we should stop being sex positive but there's some points she hits on where I have fit okay so. In the article, she discusses about how the girl is seeing this guy that she really likes, and he, but he chokes her. She's not comfortable with it, but she doesn't feel comfortable to, to not do it because she, I'm presuming that she wants to satisfy him. And I feel like that's a big struggle nowadays because of maybe like porn or expectation. Sure. And so... And it's so hard to get into a relationship in our world now with like dating apps, constant uh, options... You're just afraid that they'll kind of be like, okay, fine, you're not interested in this next, or they might outsource it somewhere else. And this might be only my fear, but this is how I felt a little bit when I was younger. So it was harder to say, and you wanted to please the person and be like, yeah, okay, if you like that. And so it's harder to say, no, I don't want that without feeling you're offending them. And you're like, uh, what's that word? Like shaming someone's kink or whatever, mm, yeah. which like choking any listener, a hundred percent. If you're, if you don't like that, please tell them but i can see how if you really care about someone they're like i'm really interested in how you could maybe put their needs before yours and how you might feel like oh well i'm silly for not in you know not being more um exploration with sex i don't think that's a word but you know where and then porn has gone to such an extreme so it you don't you feel like you might be uh it's just easy to feel like you're and I, I can't find the word for it, but sometimes it's easier just to go with it mm. than really express what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And uh, I think that was the, what the article was saying. It was talking about like consent and how uh, we need more than just consent because just a simple yes. We need more language to like convey. Uh, yes, I'm okay with some things or like I, I want you, just not this. So we need like more ways to say what we're comfortable with i i agree i also think that um and in finance said this on the podcast before so for any new listeners um this is new information to do for any old listeners you might remember when he said that the problem now with porn is that people watch it and that's the expectation whereas you can watch an action movie like i watched batman and didn't think oh my god i can go out and be catwoman tomorrow Hmm. like how can we can separate the two but the problem with porn is you're seeing like a, like okay we watched porn together for the first time and it's probably the first real time i've watched porn i watched it like a like a, a few seconds clip on the podcast before and i watched it at home just to see so i could report about the podcast but never really like with a I never would a part that was mm-hmm. my first you know but i will say that there was some things that i was like you know when we when we watched that anal sex and her arsehole opened to unnatural <laughs> it was a different dimension that's not realistic and for me and you if we even do like 
uh you know like digits that can hurt me sometimes so like how could if i were like and i'm like yeah i want to try that like a finger it's like fun and bold and taboo it's not really it doesn't feel that great it's more like the boldness of it yeah um uh i can see like the if a young man is watching that he sees that girl's big our soul he probably thinks oh our all our souls open up like that mm, and then yeah. the expectation on a young woman to just go straight to anal which is actually you know there's a there's a usually a preparation for that you gotta you know i'm sure you gotta build up to that build up you have to be relaxed and comfortable enough with it so it's just like they're watching these expecting you know or women to gag on the penis and that be like a good thing or when you know i like being tied up and when we went to tie watch tie up sex oh yeah <laughs> it was it was rape it was like he comes into the house and he like puts chloroform on her and then and i'm like i don't want to watch like is this like a is yeah. this a movie i don't know what's going on when we decided to put on porn i was like what do you think you'd be into and she told me this and this and i was like all right i have to type those in but i have to put gentle in the search bar before any of those searches go through because it's it's so scary because for young men, they're not going to think gentle. They're just going to see exactly what comes up straight away. And, yeah. You know, and I think maybe that's normal. And the, yeah, I don't know. Um, there definitely, there is like a disconnect there because if you're watching a movie and you're watching the one with the cars that there's like 17 of them and there recently was in space what was that oh fast and the furious mm-hmm. you don't go out and get in your car and try to drive to the moon or whatever yeah. like or yeah they just need to know that there's it's fiction uh, yeah i think they should have a disconnect with mm-hmm. porn and know that that's not that's not how it is but you know? it's different than okay so let's say i watch a fast and the furious and then I get in my car and all of a sudden I'm like, well, I don't enjoy my car as much. So I think what's happening with young people, you're making your brain be like, only find it uh, this the turn on, this like insane version of sex. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's because uh, because you are getting turned on. There's like another act with the watching. Yeah. Because if you, I don't know, maybe if you were watching Fast and Furious while driving your car. <laughs> You might be like, well, now I can't drive my car any other way, you know? Oh, yeah, because you know you're I mean? wanking. Because you're doing the thing while watching it. That's really tough. Yeah. And I will say like... Uh, or if you're like cooking while watching a cooking show, you're like, well, now I can't cook bad. I have to cook this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say that for me, watching porn with you was great because it was like such a turn on. Like we're in a relationship a year now and... It uh, it like helped it like spicing it up a little bit. Um, like we had to flick through, but it was like fun. And for me, it was just like fun seeking naked people, you yeah. know, have sex. Like yeah. that was it. Whereas I was like thinking about it, and it got me like really turned on. But I was like, and I've been kind of struggling with getting like a little out of my head recently, just because I've been overwhelmed with work and and uh, you know. And then I started to feel the pressure myself, like oh my god, I I, I need to make sure I'm having sex with Leland, which is all on me. But then that kind of takes it out of your head. So it was kind of freeing to watch the porn and do something that's like bold and we don't do. Yeah. But that was nice to keep that like for farther on in our relationship. And oh yeah, it's definitely a thing you do further into it. But I just mean it helps with keeping long term relationship because well, okay, two things. Just because it was like oh we did this thing now this is something we can kind of maybe do once in a while and look forward yeah. to but if we hadn't done that to start we might have burnt out that option oh yeah secondly um for me never watching porn now that became like a nice treat it was like uh like i do think uh, fun- 
like interesting if we are to continue to do it i would like to subscribe to one of those like you know where the women are like um uh, the female director one yeah 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 because you have to pay I'm for them. those ones it was funny because there was a, a comedian on stage last night and he was like i just want to watch porn where they're not related and they can't see her search up and down and i'm like and you know because it's all like stepsister stepmother and it's like yeah, yeah because you're not paying for it you're like you don't you want to watch free like if you pay for the actual directors and the feminist porn people and even you know whatever just the people who are we all everybody is getting paid everybody wants to do it and then they'll have and i apparently they have like much more like real um not as acted like some of the stuff we saw was very like acty you know like in her voice that time wouldn't you mm. i i would disagree i think it's not not acted enough oh <laughs> <laughs> I think they really need to focus more on the acting. Okay, maybe that's what I mean. Real, yeah, than, yeah, than that's what I mean. It sounded very forced, like bad acting. Sure, yeah, yeah. Also, for there was that video that we found. We're like, this is great, and then she starts like acting like she's into it. And yeah. It's like, oh, this. I is was like, too oh, much. we've all been there. We've all faked that noises when we were younger. We didn't know what an <laughs> orgasm was, yeah. so it's just like that's more triggering for any woman to watch that. Um, I think for the second point I was going to make was that it actually turned me on because it's like a new novelty thing. So I think if you're watching porn from 15, 16, 17, of course it's not going to, and like, it's like that Caitlin Plufo joke where she says, um, they've been, they break their penis men do because they're watching it from so young that they can't get turned on. And I can't remember what her joke is, but it's something like totally ridiculous. Like has to be like a horse jumping out of the yeah, sky yeah. while someone's having sex on top of them. That wasn't her analogy, but it's like, by the time women figure out their bodies, men have already broken their bodies. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, much. And it's true because I felt like for me, that was like, it turned me on and it was like fun. But it's like, oh yeah, this could be nice in moderation. I would never want to watch it every night and like break my clit, you know? No, yeah. I did think, I think my favorite part, which made me laugh, was at one point you're like, skip past this stuff. Skip ahead to the good stuff. And I was like, oh, was you're like, a I'm pro. Not, <laughs> you know what you're doing already. <laughs> watch a movie i don't need to know about like oh so you work here on the evenings well yeah i love photocopiers with my aunt. like i don't know i can't remember i think that's good though i think i mean that's like the typical guy thing to like say um oh i don't there's too much story here i want to get straight to it but i think it's good to have some story and some plot to be like yeah yeah but for me it wasn't I mean, sure. I was happy to skip ahead. We ha- we were on a time crunch, okay? I had to go do a show. <laughs> I wanted to get turned on. I wanted to see um, some doggy style sex. Yeah. Um, but I, just like going to the right, thing of like right. unrealistic expectations. Like, no, you're right. There should be. There should be. A sh- you're, no, you're 100% right. There should be that storyline. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not uh, a saint. I've also skipped ahead past the story and yeah. been like... But we're also adults. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't care what this writer has to say about this why these two people are together having sex i just want to see them have sex but it's just interesting when you watch shows where today we watch the show where the girl um tried to hang herself but up at the start sorry this took a real <laughs> real change um but uh no at the start she or the start the the movie warns you and it says like there's the depictions of so like usually uh tv shows have to warn you like there's you know d- uh, self-harm or there's violence and i do think maybe in porn that has violence they should at the start have a warning saying this is not real they're actors yeah or even uh at any porn just the start of it be like hey this is not how it is yeah well there's some of those house homemade porns but a lot of that that's the other thing too like i i kind of agree with the if you want to sign up for only fans because like it's a real person 
their they have their I yeah I don't know if and you're paying the person who wants to do it directly mm, yeah I don't want you to sign up <laughs> are you signed up to any OnlyFans? no That's I don't great. have OnlyFans there's perfect no one doesn't I wouldn't um, think anybody was a pervert for doing that but I would be annoyed if my boyfriend was signed up because <laughs> it's like our people we know you know it's like strange sure. that feels like too much so that's why in one way porn is like um us watching porn together i wasn't like jealous that you were looking at another girl get having getting railed but because there was a disconnect it was like oh there's actors just like watching a movie so mm-hmm. i guess that's the other thing if you did find your boyfriend or partner signed up to an only fans you're like oh well this feels like an intimate this feels like cheating to me yeah yeah so it's but hard. what if it's like i feel like a lot of it is i mean i i have no idea what the only fans process is like but isn't it like uh couldn't you go on there and just like find people that uh you don't know in your personal life absolutely yeah yeah but i think it does get a bit personal like they can do personal messages and stuff so Mm. i think it's just something you need to talk to your partner with that sort of thing i think openness about this like is really helpful just if you are in a relationship but yeah i I don't know i don't know what to, to circle back to the whole porn and expectations i think that's the issue now and i think that's what she's trying to hit on in the article that it's like for well first she she says with consent consent should be the baseline so it's good that we've gotten to a place of consent uh but it's a lot of pressure on women so there was all that like women should say when they're not comfortable women should speak up and it's like another added element um and then it's like oh once you get consent it's okay but like it's like not not like a woman shouldn't feel like it's bad for not wanting to do anal or not wanting to do a threesome or not wanting to be choked or not into getting slapped and you know i had someone on the podcast before and he was like thought it was like why wouldn't you be okay with getting letting someone come on your face and i was like because it feels degrading to me and he's like yeah but girls come on my face and it's also like yeah but you're you're missing the context so like i'm pretty sure shane smith said before to me and he's a comedian that the way he said about like coming on someone's face was kind of like like he likes when she does it was like it seemed a bit more beautiful like mm. that they like the body fluids and he seemed very respectful and it you it, 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 i'm sure a lot of women what they've experienced is where a guy is just like pulls out and is trying to jerk on your face and like degrade you a bit so it's like it depends on how you do it and how you if you communicate before like this is something i'd like to do i want you to squirt on my face and it's like when that guy used that as, as his defense, the uh, guest who had been on before, it's like, yeah, but that's not the norm. The norm is the guy just like pulling out and coming on you. Yeah. And most yeah. Of the time he hasn't even made you come. And he's trying to just spread his fucking gunk all over you. Yeah, I get that. And it's very like um, a fine line with the degradation stuff, because I feel like a lot of people are also into that on both mm-hmm. sides of the... Um, uh both sexes do you think so yeah oh There's i i would i would say that it's more men who are into the degrading than women doing the degrading or being oh, degraded Oh, okay i feel like men the majority will be guys degrading women and women not women degrading guys but that, this is me just yeah from i what I, i've heard i hear what you're saying but uh dominatrixes are a very big business yeah yeah and that's all about that's degrading not, the man uh, that's different dominatrix you know what you're signing up to you know she's going to degrade sure. you you know that that's what you're into and you go there and there's usually this is the thing with dominate anybody who's in like the sex positive world 
are usually pretty open like the dominatrix uh, they're good communications people who are in open relationships are usually like they've had a conversation about who they're going off and what they're doing with it's it's the other people so so when you're saying like the dominatrix world but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about regular people that's and yes i understand that and like it's not the norm that's what i'm saying yeah it's not the norm it shouldn't just be expected because we're talking about like women who watching porn isn't normal and maybe don't as for men it's guaranteed normal it's always been more normal to watch porn they're seeing a woman get come on her face they're seeing choking and then they're going off with a young woman and pretty quick in the relationship maybe even just as a one-night stand or casual sex are trying to mimic what they see in porn to get off and then this woman is like what the fuck yeah (laughs) um you know and whereas women learn about their bodies later learn about and so they're they're going from their first sexual experiences to being choked to maybe not even have an orgasm yet. Sure. Yeah. So I, yeah, I understand that. Not the norm. I'm not <laughs> saying it's the norm at all. Okay. And I don't think it should be expected as the norm. I don't think a person, anyone should go into a sexual situation without knowing the person thinking this person wants to be dominated. Mm-hmm. But I think if someone does want to be dominated, uh, then that's something they can talk about. Yeah. You know, and I think it, both sides could want that um so i think is we just need to have more uh education about it i guess yeah like teach people more like hey porn isn't real life it's like you can't just go into a situation expecting this to be the norm Absolutely. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze, but I completely agree with you. That should be 100% in the education. It's wild that it's not. And because for those guys, they're just thinking that that's normal. That's what their first view of sex is, is that, oh, this is what I do. This is what I do to the to the, to the, to the woman. Yeah. I think um, the whole, with the communication, it should be 100%, because it has to be taught to teens, that you should be able to talk about what you like and what you, what you don't like. And I think that there should be an absence of guilt, because I... I don't know if other women feel like I do, but I feel very guilty that I can't do everything. So for you, you've mentioned a fantasy before and I still think about it and feel guilty that I probably won't be able to do that one day without taking my own advice and being like, well, Leland doesn't need to experience every... That, like, the way we treat sex is like we don't treat that in every aspect of our life. Like, oh, well, why don't I feel guilty that you're not climbing mount everest like there's no there's no other thing that we think we should have to do at all or because you feel guilty when you're not giving your person their full sexual desires but also their full sexual desires are probably unrealistic and um like a like it'd be like me saying i really want to climb up mount everest one day that's not gonna happen i don't want to that's too cold so that's a bad example (laughs) but But, uh, no i get what you're saying like uh i don't treat that in any other aspect of our life yeah i mentioned to you like at one point Oh, I thought about walking across the United States and like, I still think that'd be cool to do one day, but that's definitely never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fine with that, you know? Yeah. It's something that I'd want to do, but realistically, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And I think that's what people just need to learn is that uh, they can have wants that there aren't going to happen because everyone has like a list of wants and... um. I think you just need to narrow down which of those wants are most realistic and which can like actually happen and fit that into the life you have. I agree. And keeping some things as fantasy is like fun to have as fantasy. Oh, sure. 
um that actually when you do it it's not as good as the fantasy sometimes it and is, then it ruins the fantasy and makes it not as appealing yeah anymore. yeah like um yeah, like I never want to do anal. I know I joke and say that I'm like saving it for marriage with you, but I don't. I honestly don't know. I think it would ruin the kind of like it was fun watching it in porn. Like, oh, it was kind of bold, but I, I probably wouldn't even watch it again. It just looks sore to me. <laughs> I don't see how that is. Um, and we talked about like maybe other things, like smaller things and just messing about. Like, those are more uh i could see but also you just don't know like you can change your mind as you go along but it's like yeah you don't want to feel guilty enough for not doing everything um and i think that that there was something that she said in the article that rang true for me anyway was like it's even with consent it's again putting it on the woman and i think i'm sorry can we pause it um okay so we're back what were we saying oh it was more anyway i was just saying that it does feel like a lot of pressure oh I think I was saying that um, you, you basically, yeah, we need to be able to communicate what we want and what we like and what we need. And maybe for the guys too, like young men to just try, like smart us uh, to start really um, simple. It doesn't need to be jump to choking, jump to whatever. Yeah. I think that's the whole point. It's like the little things are, because the thing with porn, porn is you and your hand or whatever. That when you actually go to have sex, all the feelings, all the sensations, you probably don't need to jump to. <laughs> yeah. And just really getting to enjoy that. Like my, my friend wants to have sex to marriage and um, everybody who hears that or when she says that, like is like, what? I could never wait uh, to have sex until marriage. And yet, I'm the same. I, want, I love having, is there's a big part of me finding out that I care about someone. Uh, yeah. But I will say that if she wants a way to have sex and there's other things like honestly, sometimes just like learning about someone's body and trying all those other things, even if you do have sex, that's really important. Like instead of going, okay, well, we've had sex, let's jump to and I like being tied up and stuff like that um with you because you're my partner and i know you're not gonna murder me but um so i don't want some stranger just to grab that that you will go to jail okay <laughs> so yeah. but my point is that um you know to, the jump to go to like maybe aggressive or violent sex and porn leans towards violent sex and what we saw you we you had to put gentle in just for there not to be like the jump to violence mm-hmm. um when you learn about someone's body like there's so much you can get off with that's like gent that actually is gentle like um you know like when we do massage stuff or um just like doing going down on a guy or a girl and asking those simple questions like do you like this is this good for you um and that's so hot and that's such a turn on and that can be a turn on or just even like like that gloop show where she was showing like little touches can be a real turn on and just like messing about with like people's like nerves like in their nipples or whatever yeah um so it's like also that is sexy and hot like softness and sweetness and 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 learning about each other's body before the jump to let me shove her face in a pillow while i ride her doggy style sure and i I like i'm always telling you to pull my hair and i like that but i'm fucking 31 and i've you know and i've been with you a year and you're so sweet and kind to me that it's nice to see you a bit more dominant in the bedroom and sometimes i take that role with you and we we try lots of different stuff and we're in a long-term relationship i guess what i'm trying to say is that on a for people's first sexual encounters or on a one night stand, it doesn't have to be the jump to the, yeah, it's definitely, uh, 
not a one night like definitely not a first definitely not even like a third sexual time together thing it's like a been together for a while uh now this is what i'm into yeah would you be into this as well yeah and unless you communicated that let's say you met someone online and there's that's the thing with the again sex positive community a lot of time they've communicated that they're like this is what i want you to do i want you to tie me up like a balloon and put your penis in my ear those people have talked about that before so it's more when you just are in a room and all of a sudden a guy's like you want to have sex you're like yeah and then he's like like i'm fucking grabbing you and choking you and you're like i was choked three times without someone asking me and one of the guys i had told i wasn't into choking and he wanted to see if i was serious about that like if i really didn't like it like he didn't even trust me as a woman that i know my own likes and wants yeah so um it is again just down to like communication there was something else i was going to say about that and it's after slipping my mind i think it is weird because it's like um people have their fetishes Mm -hmm. and that's fine but Uh, yeah just be open and honest about it yeah open but you can't but here's the thing you can't be open and honest too early oh you think yeah i don't think first date (laughs) you'll be like this is what i'm into because that's like that's weird and like so you have to invest the time and people don't want to do that people don't want to invest time for something that they're like this might not work out i agree i think it's good to invest the time because if it is something like like uh oh yeah i know i i really enjoy give me give me an example like uh maybe feet okay yeah because uh that is a little like there has a it's annoying i guess for people who are into feet that there's a stigma against it but is it it should be okay for the person who's into feet to just be like okay well we can it's like when you go on a date you talk you hold hands you kiss you have sex sometimes it's okay that there's a process or a lead up to this and then when you're like comfortable it's like hey i'm into you wanking me off with your foot the girl probably will be at a place where she's like i really like him uh, or and also it, can, it has to be okay that the girl is like i'm not comfortable with that yeah exactly. and it has to be a two-way street has to be a two-way street yeah i think you're right i think people just want um everything now they need it now they expect it now they want it not only i think not as much they want it now but as much as like they don't want to waste their time yeah. with relationships and i think that's they think i can get this sex stuff out of the way test the waters see if this is a waste of time or not for me and uh i don't think that's how it should be i think it should be you date you you build a uh foundation first and then you see if you're if you're compatible with the sex stuff because like relationships i feel like are uh um along the way you do new things or experience new things that test your compatibility you know like eventually you move in together and you say, are we good? To, can we live together? And I feel like some couples, we're not going to, but I feel like some couples, uh, they move in together and realize like, oh, we don't want to be together. Yeah. You know, or like the pandemic forced a lot of couples into that, being together all the time. And a lot of people broke up in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like the sex stuff should just be another stepping stone in that process mm-hmm. of like, okay, you're into choking. Um, you're going to have to date this person for four months five months and then be like do you want to choke and if they're like no then you then you have to make that decision like can i live without choking do i like this person enough to uh sacrifice my desire to choke (laughs) 
um for the for or vice versa being choked because there's i know a guy who the girl wanted him to hit him and he just wasn't really comfortable with that and so they had to separate ways but yeah you i I completely agree with you plus if you're with someone for months and let's say it is the guy maybe doing something maybe the choking let's say at that stage he's really shown like hey i'm invested i'm in this there's trust built there's love like the reason why you're the only guy i've ever let pull my hair yeah and it's because a lot because i trust that you're not gonna hurt me we've built that foundation that too trust is a big part of it Whereas you're expecting people to like, you're so right. A lot of people in New York will want it on the first night and they want to see if they'll do everything um, straight away before they're willing to put their time into. And it's like, why would I, why do you, and that's the confusing thing with like, I want there to be no shame with sex. I want there to be sex positivity, but I also think it is harmful saying that sex is just like going to the gym because for a lot of people, it's not for a lot of people. There is emotions connected you are physically giving your body to someone it's so vulnerable it's so it can be kind of risky with either diseases or safety Mm -hmm. and you're expected to give that uh, you know to be like ready to do all of that before even getting to know a person and i do think it's like well you know people want to see if they're sexually compatible maybe first before investing the time but but you have to invest the time i think that's it comes down to like patience i feel like as a society we're not as patient I agree with you because I have so many friends over the years and I'm talking about over 15 years from when we were teens going, um, should I text him? Should I, should I wait a day? Should I, I don't want to call him. Maybe I'll give it a few days. And each time I always think he was inside you. This is always, they're worried about texting a person they've already had sex with. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to get drunk, have sex with them, but you can't, I truly think you should be able to if you're going to have sex you should still be able to text or call and like fair enough if it's like a one night stand you know you're going into that you're like i just want a one night stand this is the thing you have to be self-aware too you got to know what you want because if you're like it's a one night stand grand i'm gonna have sex with them i still think you should set your limitations like when you get there and you're talking be like hey like if you're having sex and you're kissing and he's like he's got to ask because this in this article consent is the baseline so he's gonna be like do you want this and they go yeah and then but as going along, the guy has to be like, okay, is it okay if I choke you? And no. Okay, well, let's continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think And that's- I think, yeah, it has to be, um, the guy has to understand or whoever wants to do the thing, they have to understand that they should ask for that. Yeah. And the person answering should understand that they can say no. Yeah. 100% even though they want to still have. It's not going to ruin the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they want to still have sex. And yeah, I think also um, the person asking it has to realize yeah you're being vulnerable by asking this thing that might be shameful to some people it might be like yeah so don't yick their yum what's it called don't be like ew what the fuck pervert. Yes. you gotta be like oh actually that's uh that's not for me yeah but um can we keep doing this yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah grand. that's the thing too because i feel like that is what they're afraid of by saying no is the person being uh ashamed yeah. and upset and um they don't owe it to them to not make them ashamed ashamed and upset but i understand the desire not to shame someone and make them upset yeah uh, I, th- I think that's advice for every all walks of life too not just sex like i always think um the older i've gotten i've learned how to do this not when i was younger uh but like how to give someone information that's digestible so i could 
get mad at you for something that you do or I could like be like hey and like talk to you about it in like a nice tone and like a you know um so in all walks of life that's just easier to do because the other person is going to be able to take in that information and see how it makes you feel like oh okay yeah instead of getting defensive whereas you go you do this and it's wrong the person's like fuck you i don't do that you just automatically as humans will be like no fuck that so if you're like ew no i don't like anal you freak then the person's gonna be like no you're a fucking freak yeah. it's totally gonna ruin the mood where if you're like yeah. ah, it's not it's not i'm not i wouldn't be comfortable with that right now or i'd never be uncomfortable i'd never be comfortable with that the person's like yeah cool let's like go back to the yeah just and i think um also the person getting rejected by that has to be has to be mature enough yes. and realize hey you're not they're not saying you're a freak yeah, you're not, not owed saying, anything either. Yeah, you're not owed anything. Um, don't get bummed out by this. Yeah, don't get bummed out by it. Because like, if, if the second that someone says like, the second there's a guy on a one night stand um, who asks a girl, can I choke you? And she's like, fuck no, that, fuck that. That's yeah. insane. Then he's going to be like, oh, I'm, I shouldn't even ask. This is, I feel ashamed yeah and he's not owed it but Um, he's also not that we should give anyone a gold medal for doing the right thing yes yeah still it's still better than the fucking assholes who are just doing it um but without asking um oh also back to the to the whole like not being able to text someone who's been inside you like okay even if you have a one-night stand and you want to text that guy fucking go text them because remember you've just shared something really intimate so yeah and some people will swear they can compartmentalize sex and emotions and fucking good for you that's great a lot of people can't and so for those people that's the thing if you're going to if you're having a one-night stand and you're taking a guy home drunk or you're taking a girl home drunk but you know you get emotionally attached you know you won't feel good the next day um be honest with yourself because i couldn't do it uh, you know I, and i tried my fair amount and it just wasn't for me and i you know i wanted to have fun after getting out of a relationship but it was like oh this isn't for me i, I just get attached to a person i don't mm. even know just because actually sex is really intimate for me and so with that going forward then also i had to be honest with i can't sleep with a guy too early i can't sleep with him when i'm also worrying about whether or not to text him and it's always put me in a worse position so when i've slept even if i've slept with a guy after three or four dates and i'm still like in that realm where i'm like is it weird to text him like the next day or should i wait a couple of days to text him it's like that heightens that feeling because it's like oh well i've slept with him and and now i want to text him but i I don't want to be too much and it's like if i've already been naked with this person seeing my naked body i shouldn't be feeling um nervous about texting them so it's like you gotta kind of like be honest with how you feel and how much you're comfortable with yeah and what your level of ability is like you know if, if, does that make sense yeah okay, i think good. so i don't even remember when we had sex i don't remember either but we were already like texting loads and talking to each other. There was never a worry. Yeah, and we were going on dates and stuff. And most people listening to this and most people going forward are going to have sex probably before they are still comfortable. They're probably going to have sex before they're ever going to pick up the phone and call their partner. Sure. And that's just the way the world is gone. So, but I think it's just like maybe try not to like 
worry about texting them if you've already fucking text them yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know and if they have an issue with that you can be like you were inside me fuck you <laughs> i just don't think as well we should push we have like i want it to be a sex positive world but i don't want it to be like sex is just like going to the gym and i'm sure people listening to this will be like well that's what it is for me and we got to remember yeah because it's for like that for you doesn't mean it's not like that for everybody yeah and that's another thing to consider if you're hooking up with someone and i've had friends be like yeah i'm just hooking up with this person and then i've heard the person because we've been all mutual friends and the other person is like oh my god yeah i can't wait for us to be together like they're just taking their time and it's like oh you think because you can compartmentalize that obviously this person can too yeah, yeah and people's feelings get hurt because people some people get attached when they have sex and i think you have to co- communicate 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 it has to be like i just have sex i just want to have sex and um and it'll never be anything more than that <laughs> yeah which sounds harsh but yeah it's, know, it's, a, though, it's like a fine balance of like playing how big a deal sex is because you don't want it to be so big of a deal that it's like Everyone has to wait till marriage, whether they want yeah, to or not. No. Um, you only do it to have a child and that's it. But you don't also want it to be like not a big a deal that everyone's fucking in the street all the time, you know? That'd be just, that'd be just uh, destructive. Tough, yeah, that'd be tough for traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to walk down the street, got to <laughs> climb over a naked body. I think it's more about fine, being truly honest with yourself and with other people because you will if you're just into hooking up and you really want to just hook up with someone if you're honest you'll find someone else who's into that you'll meet at 11 p.m you'll hook up for a couple hours you'll go home you won't bother each other till you're horny again and that's great while you waste the time with someone who when they have sex they want they wanted to lead to a relationship and i think that's the disconnect in our society right now people aren't being honest about what they want or they want it what they want to have sex with the person but they a certain person so they're not going to be honest with them because they know that that person won't have sex with them yeah or the the other person is like no i'm chill i'm cool no it's fine i can just hook up with in the background and i mentioned a bit of this in the last episode of ray but in the background they're like hoping that the person will change their mind so i think it's all down to just being really honest about what really figuring out what you want and being honest and if you don't really know and you want to try around fine don't feel too guilty don't be too hard on yourself yeah um i think that's the thing it all just stems back to the patienceness and like yeah putting in the time and effort with things and how we all just want because i think there is someone out there for everyone you know if you want to cover yourself in honey and have sex that way i'm sure there's another honey fucker out there (laughs) but um you have to find them you know and then if you don't find them maybe you find someone else that you are compatible with a lot of other things in your life and you're like i don't really need the honey fucking thing you know i don't need that and um I think it's just a matter of uh, investing time and in trying to find people because everyone wants that uh, like uh, uh, high school sweethearts. We got married when we were 19 and we've been together for 70 years or whatever. But it's like you don't you don't need that. You can spend time to try and find the right person. And um, everyone's just like worried about what tomorrow will bring and. And I think the opposite is to what you said. So I think maybe a lot of people do want that. And the other, a lot of people hear that and they have like a panic attack. Like that's their idea of a nightmare of being with the one person for the rest of their life. Sure. But yeah. it's like, you know, you could be with someone and I want to be with you forever because I can't imagine 
unless I die and then you can be with some other bitch and I'm going to haunt you. But uh, <laughs> It's just going to have a, a kettle that's constantly screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him that if I die and he meets someone else, he needs to say that he can only be in a long-term relationship for this lifetime because my soul's going to be hanging around waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the opposite of ghosting you. I'm going to be really ghosting like they're floating about. <laughs> um, but no, I think... Um, Oh my God, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, and I think for some people, like the idea of commitment is terrifying, but it's like, so what? Commit, you can break off or, you know, you can commit for 10 years or, you know, I mean, like breaking up is so, is the easiest, right? Like divorce and stuff is the easy. It's not like before. That's the thing too. It's like everyone always thinks it's either uh, one night stand, hooking up, never talking again, or we are in this forever. (laughs) You know, it's like, no, you can have a relationship that lasts for a little while and then realize you don't want that that's not gonna happen to us but But you also do have to like it is a weird like because uh with relationships if you are in a long-term relationship you kind of have to like act like that's the one you know what i mean we are (laughs) (laughs) i know what you mean though why yeah. do you think we're not, I'm not no i do think we're See, the one <laughs> it's really easy to project your insecurities <laughs> yeah um but you know what i mean and i feel like even if you're like in it for a couple months the whole way through you have to act like you're the one i think that's being dishonest you think it is yeah yeah if someone's like you're in together for four months and they're like oh do you see building a life with me and if the person doesn't and is like i don't see that right now I know it's hurtful, but I think it's better to be like, oh, you know, I I just don't really look that far into the future. And because mm. this could be a person who wants to get married and have kids. So it's like, OK, well, no, you know, I don't I don't see myself being like long term with someone, maybe. Um, and we're exclusive and we're together right now. But yeah, I think it's OK to check in with them and be like, because you don't want to waste someone's time either. Yeah. Um, And I think if you're truly honest with everybody, you'll find someone who's OK with that again being patient and just doing the work and people are sometimes people are lazy mm-hmm. um and you know i think as well with like the kinks and stuff the i think honestly the a great way to learn and express your kinks is in a healthy relationship because mm-hmm. there's stuff we've done that i would have never thought i would have done but i'm i trust you i'm committed to you and um i would hate if we broke up and god knows what could happen in the world but um and i don't think we ever will because i think our relationship is so great and it gets better as we go along but <laughs> in saying that if it did i would have learned a lot about my body about so i think it's more like go into it if someone's like afraid of commitment you could just go into it with like uh just enjoy it while it's going along i guess it's hard though because now i'm thinking about all my friends who want marriage and babies and that would be their nightmare yeah but you just don't know like me and you are saying we want to have a kid one day and we want to have a life together but who knows what could happen you could get a bang on the head and forget all about me and want to go off with men you know because you know you said sexuality is a spectrum (laughs) so so my point is that you can't worry that it's gonna end or whatever but i but you could be together doesn't mean it's forever either here i see you're gonna buy me a helmet next week (laughs) start wearing this around i don't want you getting a bang head anytime soon (laughs) Yeah, so I think I think it's like I also yeah I just think I'm trying to explain it in a way that's okay to the partner because if you're just a type of person who's like the idea of being with someone forever is awful. I mean, I think that means maybe you don't want to have like a long term marriage and maybe not 
commit to having kids and that conversation usually comes up within a half a year or a year yeah so when it does you just be honest and if the person's like okay well i'm okay kind of figuring this out for a few more months or a few more years because the person might be like 23 you might not want to have kids till they're 30 but they love being with you and you might then just separate when the person wants to like find that yeah I just think it's all about being honest and if you don't know be honest too and be like i just don't know i haven't figured it because it takes a while to figure out what you want and what you like and that's why i think like trying to have all your kinks on a on a one night stand totally fine if you've messaged about it you've explained what you like you talk about it and you communicate but if you haven't and you just go in there doing that and then you're annoyed that the person won't do it it's i'm back with you on the if you actually date and get to know someone and um usually someone who's in love with you as well will want to try things and explore mm-hmm. your, yeah so um and yeah no one owes you anything and don't expect stuff straight away but yeah i think yeah i think, I think that that is the other side of the coin is like you also don't owe anyone anything just because you love them yeah yeah like i'm not anyone. and if if i uh, ever do that fantasy that you told me yeah yeah if and they I love you so much yeah and if they try and pressure you into it and saying like um i can't love you unless you do this thing then it's like well then maybe you don't love them because this person is yeah if anyone ever not looking says out that for wrong. your interest yeah and i think it's like uh like being able to uh put yourself in the other person's shoes so a lot of time when you're dating and me and leland have really uh learned how to communicate because i guess we realized this so I would be annoyed about something and Leland wouldn't understand because it wouldn't annoy him. So he has to put himself in my shoes with my experiences and think, oh, well, of course it wouldn't annoy me because I haven't gone through A and Z. But then, of course, is a trigger to her because of her, what she's gone through, being it just being a woman, being it your childhood, being it ex-boyfriends. So uh, when you say your fantasy... um, for me to explain to you why it would make me uncomfortable and the worries it would put in our relationship you're able to go oh my god that totally makes sense i'm just seeing it from a this is hot and i'd like to do this not as in this could actually for you because you're so uncomfortable that jeopardize the jeopardize i don't know how to say that word jeopardize jeopardize (laughs) (laughs) the relationship yes so i think that's even even down to your kinks or your your just general dating always be able to go this is how i feel and these are the reasons why i feel it but turn around and go oh okay but this is why they feel it and just because you feel it just because it wouldn't affect you or it would make you upset or would make you angry that doesn't mean everybody thinks the way you do yeah is that a good yeah that's a good piece of advice i think so okay good because it's like also at that time uh we we had an argument and you were like, well, that wouldn't bother me. But I was also like, I don't understand why that wouldn't. I nearly didn't believe it. But then I had to go, oh, well, actually, he has really healthy relationships with his exes. None of them. It didn't end well. It didn't end bad. They weren't possessive or jealous. So, oh, I'm coming from this where I've had really toxic relationships. So, of course, I wouldn't have mementos from exes. Mm. So when you do it, when you had done it, it was like, ew, is he still into them? But I was coming from it with my experiences. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you have to really. I don't know how to. I don't know how to land this plane, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Can we just stop talking about this and really quickly talk about last night in bed? I said Irish sentences to Leland, and oh, he tried to translate yeah. them. Could we do that? Sure. Okay. So, and for any of the Irish listeners listening, please don't correct me on my pronunci- pronunciation. I am not saying that I'm fluent in Irish. This is just how I remember to say it. 
Okay, so Leland, what does... Oh, wait, hold I don't... Because I said some of them, I don't remember. So it might be different answers Yeah, now. just go off the top of your head. What okay. you think What you think this is in English. Okay. On Catagom Dulgadi on Lectris. Um, a catacomb underneath my electric dress. <laughs> Yesterday you said underneath my mattress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... Garev Mila Mahaga. One more time. Garev Mila Mahaga. <laughs> Drive me to my ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot I should tell you. The first one was, can I go to the toilet? Oh, and so close. The, the second one is, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Drive me to my ugly girl. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, um... You already know. Oh, Ihoa. Ihoa? Yeah. Ihoa. <laughs> it's like something from Shit's Creek. Ew, David. Ihoa, David. <laughs> it means good night. Um Ta'agla Uram. Uh Uram. The ugly urn? No. That's where you put your relatives that you don't like after they get cremated? <laughs> no, I think it means I'm afraid, I hope. Um, and Tattoo Amadon. Tattoo Amadon? Yeah. Uh, saw you at Ramadan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something we say in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Jewish country. Uh, Ramadan is Muslim. Oh, was, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Um, Leland Asanam Doe. Uh, <laughs> Leland, Leland just sodomized the doe. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked the doe with the doe's asshole. No. Is that sodomite? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it means uh, like it's me saying his name is Leland. Mm. Okay, and the last one, Digwitch. Dead witch. <laughs> it means hello. <laughs> Dead witch to you. Dead witch to you, sir. Oh, wait. And I think this is one, this one is right. Tagralat. One more time. Tagralat. The, the grill lat. No, I love you. I love you. Tagralat. <laughs> I think. I could be wrong. Okay. Where can people find you and listen to your podcast and all that? Uh, you can find me at Leland Comedy, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok, and you can find my podcast. Uh, at the idiots catalog spelled the american way c-a-t-l-o-g the uh, wrong way yeah the wrong way because uh, we're idiots and that's our catalog uh, it's a very silly inventions based podcast to do with my friends um yeah and um if you guys want to sign up to the patreon the video will be there i'm gonna p- start putting some of the videos on youtube too so if you want to sign up to my youtube it's katie boyle comic and if you have any suggestions for guests, that's always helpful or topics um, so that I'm not just like recovering topics, etc. Uh, please DM me on Instagram at Katie Will Comic. Um, you can always email as well. Contact the shift. I do forget to that's sorry at Gmail. I do forget to check it. So I'll try to check it more. And I'm just looking at a book. There's the attached book I need to go over. And if you sign up to the Patreon, these are usually up earlier, but everything's late this week. Um not like my period though because i am on it (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh you'll get solo episodes each week so usually 
between 20 to 40 minutes of me just rambling on about life in New York City and like more privacy details and you know going to therapy and overcoming insecurities and uh and stuff and yeah um starting to get real healthy so I'm gonna have to start oh I did one episode last week just because I was like things were pretty good this week so I just talked about that show the ultimatum oh yeah who knew I had 40 minutes to say on that (laughs) show I was like this will just be quick this will be 15 minutes you know everything's going real good this week didn't really have anything to talk about in therapy and then I looked and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry that was 40 minutes about that fucking show (laughs) so yeah I'll I'll, in the Patreon I do like I'll be doing like personal stuff and then stuff about shows like reality shows too so let me know if you watch any reality shows you want me to talk about or or, 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 I'll I'll also learn how to speak Um, um, and the attached book as well. I'm going to cover in that at some point too. But other than that, love you all. Oh, please rate and review. It helps a lot. Rate and review. Um, yes, thank you. Anything else? Nope, I think that's it. Okay, bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.